last week on the Digital Download Podcast. I'm the queen of content. I blog and I have a podcast and blah, 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 right? Has it resulted in sales? No. And I've just started to see clients are now saying, okay, we're going to have to put this on pause for the next few months while we figure out what's going on. And that, that is exactly what happened in 2008. Today's show is the second half of the conversation I recorded with PR legend Ginny Dietrich. So if you haven't heard last week's show, it's probably a good idea to go back and listen to that one before you listen to this. In the final show of season five, Ginny and I get personal and talk about how the stresses of the last 12 months have had a negative impact on our health. I keep making the joke that my bike is taking the brunt of my stress. But we end on a more positive note and look ahead to 2020 to discuss being blinded by technology. I've spent the whole year this year investigating, researching, reading, understanding Whereas 10 years ago, when we were all jumping on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and all of that, we just did it. The future of Facebook. I think the challenge is Mark Zuckerberg is very intelligent. He also thinks he's above it all. And he has a terrible communications department. And getting back to basics. I don't necessarily see any trends coming that we haven't been talking about for the last year. And, and I do think if there's a global recession, you know, people are going to kind of scurry and, and get back to basics because we're going to be forced to. So for one last time in 2019, here's the titles. This is Digital Download, a podcast that explores the latest thinking in digital communications, PR and social media. Here's your host, Paul Sutton. How has this year, this past sort of 12 months affected you personally? If, <laughs> if you don't mind me asking that and oh, feel free not to answer. I make, I keep making the joke that my bike is taking the brunt of my stress and I'm in the <laughs> best shape of my life, literally the best shape of my life. And my, my poor bicycle has taken the brunt of it. So right. it has not... It has, it's been really rough, but I think I even said this in the email I sent that um, in September, I was like, I can't, I can't live like this anymore. You, you've got to figure this out. Like put, put your big girl pants on and figure this out. And I have, I have, I've, I'm running a sprint, but I have figured it out. And you've obviously got an outlet for that, which in your case is cycling. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I, I work with a therapist just to get me in the right mindset. And she says to okay. me, keep riding your bike because that works for you. So yeah. And I mean, there are some days where I'm just like, I, I don't have the time. I don't, and I make myself do it because it, it is so healthy for my brain. That's really good to hear that you have that. I think I, I would say I, I probably don't. And it, it takes its toll on me sometimes. I don't mind admitting I know this is a very public thing we're doing, but I don't mind admitting that for the last month or so, I have been suffering from burnout. Oh, I'm and you know, sure. The, the, the clinical signs of burnout, which is, is very, well, it affects all of you. It's not just mental, it's physical and emotional. Right, and right. It's, it's quite nasty. And in my, in my case, it's a result of, well, I haven't had a break from work for 12 months, not right. more than a few days at a time. Haven't yeah, had a holiday. And yeah. It doesn't. And I, you know, I, like I said, I've had a lot of business. So I've been working flat out. I've been aware that it could stop at any time. So I've been taking as much as I could. Right. 
Right. Um, so there's all that going on. And we had a death in a family this year, just oh, very sorry. short while ago. And, you know, and, and I've got all this work on and we're trying to deal with that. And yeah. my wife being extremely upset and yeah. trying to do the business. It's just, it's tough. It is. And, like I said, I don't mind admitting the last month or so has been really difficult, which is why I said earlier I'm taking December off. That's why. I just That's need, really smart. need a break. Yeah. Good for you. And really, it's it's two weeks because when we're by the time we get to the holidays, nobody's working anyway. So you really, you're just taking two weeks off. Exactly. And that's the way. I mean, I'll do little bits and pieces here and there to sure. prepare for next year. But yeah, that's that's my thinking is, okay, well, I'll take what amounts to a, a virtually a whole month and come back in 2020 refreshed. Good for you. You definitely need to do that. I mean, I, I think those of us who run businesses, no matter if it's just us all the way up to, you know, $100 million or billion plus get burned out. And that it's really important, really important to take care of ourselves. Have you ever suffered from burnout symptoms? I'm fairly certain that's what was going on earlier this year for me. And I, okay. I mean, it right. was just, now that you say that, I'm I'm certain that that's what it was because it was just a drag. And then I was like, you know, my kids at summer camp across the street and she, I'd walk her over there at three minutes to eight and then she'd come home at four and the, all her, all her friends would come over and they'd play. And I was just like, I love this life. <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't want to go. I don't want to work this. I don't, you know, so there was that too, where I was just like, I love having all these kids around and, you know, and then when school started, I was like, okay, you can't behave like this anymore. This is ridiculous. And I, I pulled myself together, but yeah, I think that's probably what it was. And I think also a little bit of disappointment because it was hard. It was right. really hard yeah. and everything was hard. And I kept saying to myself, is everything hard because this is not what you're supposed to do? And right. literally when I took that weight off of my chest in September, everything changed. Everything. Yeah. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? The way this stuff affects your, your whole body, not just your mind, yeah. but yeah. your whole body. I, I've had an outbreak, right? I don't get eczema. I've never had eczema in my life. In the last two or three weeks, I had an outbreak of this eczema on my <sighs> hands where it's, you know. On my, your hands. Yeah. My <sighs> fingers are peeling. I'm like, what? The only thing I can think of is it's stress-related. Yeah, it has to be. Burnout is when stress is at its worst, basically. That's when people have to stop. Um, You know, it's mental, it's physical, it's emotional. It affects them in every area of their life. And it's not just while they're at work, it's when they're at home as well. So they lose confidence, they feel that they can't function anymore, and they basically have to stop. Managers should should be alert to employees' behaviours. You know, the clues will be there. First of all, they start off being pressured, and then the pressure seems to build up to stress. And if that is left unchecked for lengthy periods of time, and they're feeling more and more under pressure, then it will become a serious issue. That was an excerpt from a future-proof project I was involved in that tackled the issue of poor mental health in the communications industry. Carol Featherston is an experienced psychotherapist. Many thanks to Sarah Waddington both for involving me in the project and for allowing me to use that clip. Okay, so let's take a look at 
what's kind of coming next year in in a more positive frame of mind, I guess, <laughs> because that's been quite quite deep and heavy, maybe. But I think it's important because what I didn't want to do was just come on here and be all like, everything's great and aren't we all lovely? And when, you know what, most people out there are suffering to some extent or another. So I thought that was important. But in a more positive frame of mind then. So you talked about doubling down on what works for you as a business. And Mm -hmm. I assume you are applying that to clients as well in terms of your advice to them is, look, stop doing all of this stuff. Just do what works. Yep. How, I mean, have you got a process that you're kind of going through to do that? I do. It's going to be in my blog post tomorrow. (laughs) And by the time this airs, it'll be published. Exactly. So you can tell me all about it now. (laughs) Uh, So one of the things I talk about, and I've been talking about this for a few months now, but the the idea is that you don't, so this is one of the things that we do a lot for clients is we have them create one big piece of content. So it's a web series or a webinar or an ebook or a podcast series or a video series, you know, something that's large and then promote and launch that out there, get it out there and do all that and then start to repurpose from that. So let's just say it's a webinar and that's the example I use in my blog post, but let's just say it's a webinar and we, and now you can say, okay, let's have it that the webinar transcribed into an ebook and have it designed by, you know, design, you can go to Upwork and have that designed really inexpensively. Mm -hmm. Then have a video editor take out pieces. And again, you can do that on Upwork, but take out video and audio quotes so that you can um, use those on social and then take the transcription and start to divvy it up so that you can create blog posts. And so all of those things at the, at the top of the funnel, you're going to start driving organic traffic to your website and you're going to have those pieces, that big piece. So let's just say it's a webinar and then you've got an ebook of it as well. You have those behind landing pages. And then you start to drive traffic to the paid traffic to the landing pages. But there has to be a really clear call to action. And, mm-hmm. you know, for for what we do, the, I think the call, call to action is to schedule a, a consultation. It's a, you know, a, a free coaching call or whatever you want to call it. But it's to ha- to talk to the prospect about the communications challenges they have in their business. And then eventually they become a client. So creating that process that allows you, but it is, it's, it's social media advertising that leads to a landing page that leads to your really big piece of content that leads to your call to action that leads to you closing the client. And so it's just five steps, but you have this big piece of content at the top that you've, you know, started to pull apart and then you can use organic traffic to get, use that organically to get people there to your website. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And is this a process that has been tried and tested or has, oh, yeah. I mean, is in development or, I mean, oh, how, no. how has that worked? We've been doing <laughs> it. Well, we've been doing it for ourselves for almost three years. I think, we go, I think it'll be three years in February. And right. then we started launching it to clients last January. So it'll be two years okay. for them. How's and it, it been with them? I, yeah, I was going to say, I assume it, it must work for them then. Yeah. I mean, it depends on the call to action and what their appetite is for large pieces of content, but it works. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? Because you're you're talking in terms of a a very specific funnel there and creating a funnel of, you know, content at the top and drawing people through that. I'm 
kind of surprised to hear that that still works, if I'm really honest. Just because my impression from what I've seen is that the, the, the whole funnel is fragmented all over the place now from, from the way people you know, consume content and where they go on the web and everything else that they're distracted by. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree with that for sure. But you can also guide them yep. <laughs> in yep. the direction you want them to go. So you do have to mm-hmm. be smart about the call. The call to action is the same. It's the same in your social. It's the same in your blog post. And the call to action may change by quarter, but you have to give it at least 90 days to, right. uh-huh. to let it work its thing. It's magic. Do you think we have this is this is a very quick switch of direction here. Do you think we have been a bit blinded by technology over the last, I don't know, say couple of years? For sure. Yes. Yeah. And this is something that I have noticed in myself probably the last 6 months because I've been very into the last year very into you know voice recognition and AI and everything that's coming and it fascinates me absolutely fascinates me and I can't help thinking that you know it's going to impact our jobs in big ways but I've started to agree more and more and more with with Mark Schaefer along the lines of we've just kind of lost our way on this and you you used the phrase back to basics yeah. that is exactly the way I think of stuff now yeah. Um, I mean, do you, do you, do you still have, well, no, not do you still follow tech trends? Cause I expect you do, but how closely do you, uh, follow those trends, but make links to what you are, you know, producing for yourselves or clients now? It certainly depends on the trend. Um, yep. like you, I'm really fascinated by artificial intelligence. And one of the things I want to do next year is introduce IBM Watson into some of the things that we're doing with our agency owner clients. Okay. Um, but I've spent the whole year this year investigating, researching, reading, understanding. Um, whereas, you know, 10 years ago when we were all jumping on Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and all of that, we just did it. Right. But now yeah, I, yeah. I'm more cautious about it and I investigate and research and, you know, try to figure out where I think even just five years ago, I probably would have been like, okay, let's see if this works. And now yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a little yeah. more deliberate and strategic about it. Yeah. I would agree with that. I'm the same. I, there was a time that any new app or service that came out, right. you know, I'd be on it. Yeah. Um, prime example, right? So there was a, a new podcast service launched maybe 12 months ago, maybe 18 months ago. Oh. Fantastic idea. It's an app. The idea is you connect with your, say, Twitter friends and your Facebook friends, and you all connect to this thing, and then you can see and recommend podcasts. Brilliant for podcast discovery. Amazing idea. No one I know <laughs> connects to this thing. <laughs> I've given it a year of being the sole person I no know on this kidding. damn thing. So I've, I've eventually closed it down. But it's an example, I suppose, where you see an idea and you think, well, do you know what? That that sounds great. But so what? <laughs> if no one uses something, what difference right. does it yeah, make how then good it an idea it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's interesting you say that because I keep getting invitations to check out new social media apps from the perspective of scheduling and monitoring and all that. And I'm like, we right, have right. Hootsuite and Buffer. Why do I need <laughs> we've one? We've got one. I have I one. I don't need another one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I've noticed as well an increase in the last two months 
of the amount of spammy emails I'm getting. Really? Um, and I've, I've always, I mean, for a very long time, for years, I've always just deleted them straight away. Sure. Don't reply. You know, I've started actually keeping them purely, be, truly out of interest. I don't reply to them. They're still in my spam folder, but I don't delete them. But just so I can <laughs> see what's happening. And I've noticed a big increase in the number of, you know, this sort of emails. Can you, yeah, can yeah, you yeah. link to link this to in your this. blog post? Yeah, yeah. We've got this great idea for, uh, you know, collaborations, all this sort of, you know, all that sort of rubbish you get. I'm, I'm assuming that's just me that's noticed that because I'm tracking You know, it. it's funny you say that because just, I think earlier this week in the Spin Sucks community, somebody said the same oh, really? thing, that they were noticing an increase ah, in that. Ah, interesting. I wonder. It, it always stuns me because I think, who the hell actually replies to these things? You know, I, it, you think, well, it must work for them because otherwise why would they do it? But Why would they do um, it? Right. Oh, that's interesting that someone else has noticed that too. Yeah, she. Did. I'm just now remembering that she did. I think it was Monday. She posted, "Has it, is anybody yeah, noticing yeah. an increase?" In oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So let, let's talk about Facebook a bit, just because I love talking about Facebook at the moment. <laughs> um, what's your thoughts on what's going to happen with Facebook in the next year or so? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know, but. You know, Joe Thornley and Martin Waxman and I talk about this on Inside PR mm-hmm. a lot. And I think the challenge is he's Mark Zuckerberg is very intelligent. He also thinks he's above it mm-hmm. all. And he has a terrible communications department, yep. if there's one at all. Um, you know, there's no reputation management. There's no crisis communications. There's like mm-hmm. nothing. And he's in a lot of trouble. And I really, I would say until the last, I'd say till the beginning of November, end of October, I was all like on his side, understand. And now I'm kind of like, okay, enough is enough. Like you're letting Russia interfere with elections and you're not like, and Twitter came out and said no political ads and they haven't done the same. Like there's just all this stuff. And I really, I'm a huge Facebook fan. I want them to survive, but I don't know they, if they yeah. will. I really don't. Do you, are you nervous about what's happening with upcoming elections with with, with, with regard to Facebook? <laughs> We've got one now, oh. you know, a snap election in the UK. Um, right. And there's already fuss about, you know, like you say, political ads and, and misinformation being spread and God knows what else. It's ridiculous. But I mean, I'd imagine it'll be even worse for you because – you're going to have a long build-up to it. We've got, like, literally a few weeks. So you think, well, how much damage can be done? But from the U.S. point of view... Yes. I... (laughs) Do Do you think um, he will get back in for another term? Um, Unfortunately, I think so. Unless he's impeached, I do think he will win. But there's not much chance of him being impeached. Really, is there? I think that the House will impeach him and that the Senate will not find him guilty. Okay, interesting. So I, in other words, he won't be removed yeah, yeah. from office. Yeah. And this is a huge distraction for the Democrats. So, yeah, I think he probably will run, win re-election. Mm. Oh, dear. Let's move on from that, shall we? I know. <laughs> We're going down there, down a bad, bad way. Okay, so let's get back to to marketing stuff then. Where do you 
kind of see marketing going over the next year? I know we've said about getting sort of back to basics and 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 that sort of stuff. Have you got any thoughts on in a in a broad sense where we're kind of headed with things or what approaches people should be taking? You know, I really I mean the things that we've talked about for sure with uh, voice recognition and artificial intelligence machine learning um, you know big data continues to be a big thing virtual realities is, continues to be a big thing but I don't necessarily see any trends coming that we haven't been talking about for the last yeah, year yeah and and I do think if there's a global recession that you know people are gonna kind of scurry and, and get back to basics because we're going to be forced yeah. to so that those are the the big things, I think. And I guess that it, 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 if we assume that a recession is coming at some stage, whether it's like we say 12 months, 24 months, who knows, right. that is going to hinder technological development anyway. For so sure. a lot of these platforms where maybe they've been innovating or you know new platforms coming out are going to find it hard. So you have to assume that things are going to stall for three, four, five years, whatever it is to take to recover. Yeah. I mean, we've we've been through this before. Yeah. I think it took almost three years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know where to finish on this. This has been a long, <laughs> rambling conversation. <laughs> we've covered <laughs> everything. Live, yeah, yeah, exactly. Live. And I, I, know, I know I said before we started recording that I might even split this into two. So we'll see what happens as and when I, I come to put this together. But... I mean, it's been great talking to you, and and oh and, my gosh, you too. We need to do. Well, this more I mean, often. we do it like once a year, and we do this thing, but year, we should right. do it more often, really. Maybe we should do it six monthly or something. And and given that, hey, people are asking me, then <laughs> I really ought to pull my finger out and get around to it a bit more. But um, but listen, thank you so much for being so open and honest in this conversation. It, oh you know, my gosh, it's my pleasure. I think what you're doing to help or to take care of yourself for the month of December is really smart. So I'm anxious to see how re- relaxed and refreshed you are by January. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. And I hope, I mean, I... you also have a thousand children, so it may not be that many that get relaxed, but there is that. Well, yeah, I mean, and I hope you get the break that you need as well and, and you know, come back thank in you. the new year all, all refreshed and everything. So listen, thank you so much. Where, where can people get hold of you if they want to talk to you further about anything we've covered today? spinsucks.com <laughs> short and sweet thanks so much Ginny it's my pleasure thanks for having me I'd like to take this opportunity to say a few thank yous and that starts with you for tuning into Digital Download I really do appreciate every single tweet and comment and email and message that I receive thank you so much I'd also like to thank every single one of the guests who's appeared on the show this year. It's pretty accurate to say that the show would be nothing without you guys. And finally, I'd just like to thank a few people by name. So, John Brown, Kate Hartley, Gemma Petman, Donna Duggan, Rax Lacani, Sarah Hawthorne, Richard Bailey and Ella Minty. Thank you so much for your support over the last year. Very, very much appreciated. You can subscribe to Digital Download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please do leave a review as it helps others discover the podcast. Have an amazing Christmas and New Year, and thank you so much for listening.